This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real-world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, it is a brand new week, still very close to the beginning of the year. And that thing that happened, the great insurrection that was, uh, I don't know if it was an insurrection or not. It was just a bunch of people that were taking selfies. In the, uh, but I won't go there because it's not a political show. Oh, my God. Did I do that? Oh, Carl Brower brings it out of me. It's his fault. It's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Steve Bannon, aren't I? <laughs> Don't get me started yet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, but it is it is that time of year where we talk about North American Car and Truck of the Year finalist and SUV. And uh, last week was all consumer electronics show. Did you go by any chance? I just I haven't talked to you in a while. No, I didn't go. I was registered. I had it as an option to go yeah. in case I decided to last minute, but I decided not to pretty yeah. much last minute. So, well, I think a lot of people did. I, you know, I helped a lot of people get credentials and things. I'm helping them getting through it and it's not that big of a deal. Just do this. And then they're like, I didn't go. I'm like, what do you, thanks. You owe me a burger, you know, <laughs> all this energy in it. <laughs> anyway, but uh, it's all good. Can we talk about a couple of things here? Just, I'm just, just, these are like short segments. So, can we talk about motorcycles? Can we just start out by talking about motorcycles a little bit in the beginning? Do you mind? Absolutely. I'm a total motorcyclist. You know, uh, growing up, that was what I was doing. I was riding them before I had my driver's license and a big motorcycle fan. I was too. I was too. In the beginning, I had a Yamaha 100. I think I was about 10 years old. Uh, before that, I had a Benelli scooter, a Benelli scooter. Now I have oh, cool. a Benelli um, fire gun, firearm, <laughs> fire gun. I have a fire gun, by the way. Uh, anyway, it's funny. I've had some strange motorbikes in my time, but I realized that I was probably going to get killed one time when I wiped out. I thought, you know what? That hurt. So I, I thought, I'm not good enough on a bike to uh, do this out on the street with other people. I'll run into them. Anyway, I'm like that half blind deer that runs into cars. You know, cars usually run into deers, and occasionally a deer will run into a car. Anyway, so you drove the Ducati Multistrada V4. What is that? Yeah, so I was really, you know, lucky that I'm fortunate that I got to drive the Multistrada V4 Pikes Peak, and that's the important thing. It's this, you know, it's kind of like the AMG version of the Multistrada. It's an extra high-performance version, Alan. It's really cool. There's a motorcycle called the Ducati Panigale which is essentially their all-out superbike that can go around corners and drag knees and win races and the whole thing. This has got the engine from the Panigale and a bunch of the suspension technology from the Panigale. So, and engine technology too. As an example, this is a really cool idea when you think about it, right? When you're on a motorcycle, you've got the wheels and they're rotating in a specific direction. And that creates a gyroscopic effect, as we know, and that can make it harder to lean the bike over. The, the wheels, you know, a wheel wants to stay in whatever position it's rotating. So to rotate it off that axis, either lean left or right, is difficult. What Ducati does is they have a counter-rotating engine crank in the engines now. And so part of the bike, the wheels, is rotating the way it has to rotate if you want to go forward. 
The other part, the engine, is rotating in the opposite direction, giving a counter-rotational gyroscopic effect, and the two largely offset each other, allowing the bike to lean back and forth or left and right much easier. Bizarre. And they've done it in the past. Yeah. yeah, isn't that when you think about it? As soon as you, as soon as they start explaining, it's like that makes total sense. Why isn't everyone, you know? So <laughs> the Panigales used it for a while for uh, racing purposes, and now this this adventure bike—that's what a, the Multistrada is. It's an adventure bike. It tends to look kind of big and heavy and top heavy, and it's like, well, it looks like it'll be comfortable and maybe can go off road, but you don't want to go around corners on it. It's like, no, you do want to go around corners on this one. So it'll lean bizarre. right over. You can drag me like you would a race bike, and it'll flop back and forth, left and right with the lightest of touch and it's so, so easy it, to ride. It, it doesn't look intuitive because it kind of looks top heavy, but they've engineered stuff, secret sauce into it that it just probably makes you go, Whoa, now that is cool. How much money was that Carl? Just curious. Um, <laughs> it does start at $28,999. Yeah. Good Lord. You know what? Alan, it's got front and rear radar. It does it has oh, dynamic cruise control. Who it has cares? Dynamic cruise control. You know what? That, that's a, that's a little tiny fingernail clipping compared to, to, to the Bugatti. Um, what, I don't even know what they call it. It's like, you know, the things that you put, you're not a skateboard with a handlebar on it. What do they call those things? Bugatti's making yeah. one now, a scooter or skate bike. Yeah, or whatever. scooters and yeah, skate bikes, hoverboards, yeah. you know, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. That's just bizarre. All right, well, let's take a break. We're going to come back talk more about all the stuff you've been up to. I haven't talked to you in a while. Happy New Year! We're going to be right back. Happy Don't go New anywhere. Year. Stay with us, everybody. And really when it comes down to it, the command is down to fight. I'll give Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, you're listening to The Drive All Across America. What I didn't do was tell you about Carl Brower because I always like to mess with Carl when I come on. Something controversial, but uh, automotive industry analyst. He is also on the juror and a board member of the North American Car, Truck, and SUV of the Year. Its uh, acronym is NAT, NACTOY. NACTOY. Oh, man. If I had NACTOY, I'd go take something for that, some salve or something. <laughs> But we're going to talk about that because they earlier this week announced the um, the uh, the winners, I guess. Right. So um, yeah, 2022 winners. You also are an executive analyst at iccars.com. Congratulations on that. And uh, but can we do real quick uh, one more? We started out with motorcycles. I like to do things upside down and backwards. Now we're going to go to motorhomes and tra- travel trail. How about um, an Airstream? Interstate X, and this is one that you take your girlfriend with, evidently. That's what the X is for. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it helps you develop an X if you're taking your girlfriend oh, with that's, one of them. No, that's what you're that's right. That's what you when you have an X, that's what you leave home with is this Airstream Interstate X. Why are you in that, Carl? Oh, my ex owns the house now. <laughs> Isn't that the song, Alan? All my exes live in RVs? I don't know, it's something like that. But anyways. 
Um, uh, yeah, it's one extreme to the other. Like you said, we, we just went from a 400 pound motorcycle to a 10,000 pound, uh, uh, RV, but it's really cool. This is a Mercedes sprinter based van, 24 foot long van that Airstream, the famous trailer company that's been making stainless steel, you know, trademark trailers for decades is now making into a mobile RV. And it's really pretty impressive because to me, I look at those giant RVs we all see driving down the road. Half the time they got some full-size SUV being towed behind them. And right. I'm thinking, wow, is that getting six or seven miles per gallon? Or am yeah. I being optimistic? You know, and Well, if you're in the like hills, you get three. Just so you know, I used to have a 45-footer. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, and it's like, boy, that looks like fun once you pull off the freeway. That just must be, well, when, you, when it's time for a U-turn, what do you do? Well, wait till you so, go through a Starbucks drive through with a 45-foot motorhome that's 13 feet tall. Yeah, that's, uh, oops. Well, but they didn't need that overhang anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I love the, the the theory of having this big thing you drive around. I hate the reality of what it's like to manage right. an Uber. Well, these sprinters, they're long, but otherwise the length is it. The width and the height is all very manageable. It's very much just like a typical, like, really uh, van, full-size van. Very nice and, driving machines. I've owned a few of these over the last decade and I love them. That's all there is to it. They're really well executed. They're really well executed. Well, they've been making an interstate, an um, Airstream interstate out of these Sprinter vans for years. But now they call this one the Interstate X. And it's because it's got dual rear wheels and a four-wheel drive system, including Ooh. a low-range transfer case. Um, oh. So the idea here is instead of having to drive your pavement-oriented RV as close as you can get to the adventure place, and then you got to, you know, drag out your side-by-sides or just start walking or maybe get your e-bikes or something like that or your off-road motorcycles, you drive this one to the adventure location. You right. know, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily want to do a Rubicon trail in one of these things, obviously, but you can take this pretty aggressively off-road or into the wild. Mm. And it's all set up for off-grid. It's got solar panels on the roof that are constantly charging the battery. It's got a big LPG gas tank to run uh, the compressor, which will, you know, power your generator and all these other things. So, you can really get a lot accomplished. And of course it's got a full bathroom in there, bathroom slash shower that are in one space and a refrigerator, a freezer, a stovetop cook, a sink, you know, water pressure, a microwave, and then benches in the back that in very short amount of time can convert into a full size bed. So, so you end up with this very full bodied RV that's drive. very easy to manage and right. drive around. Yeah. Now I have two friends that have these that, I know spent, you know, this is like second home kind of money, although not really anymore. My first home was uh, $72,000, by the way. You can't buy yeah. even, you know, a, a storage shed for $72,000. These things are how much? 150 how much? This one's this one's two thirty four. Two thirty four for this one. But it you comes with everything I just said, standard. Everything you know, I, I just tell said. You. The, the, the compressor, all that, the bathroom, yes, the water pressure, the as tank, it should. And that's why they call it the Interstate X, because if you buy it, you're gonna have an ex wife and you'll need to live in it. O M G. Yeah, my my friends didn't get the uh, dually version of what you, you know what you're talking about there. That must be a uh, real. What do they call that? Um, what's it called when the uh, apocalypse machine? <laughs> yeah, no, it would. I mean, I was driving to thinking, geez, you know, when the when the asteroid hits, this would be nice to have. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, North American car, truck, and SUV of the year. It was just announced earlier this week. Stay with us. Yep. It is the drive. Carl Brower, 
iccars.com is where he's from. We'll be right back. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Well, this is The Drive all across America and around the world because of the interwebs. And you can find us at thedrivewithalantaylor.com. Listen anytime you want. Carl Brower joining us, automotive industry analyst. He's an executive analyst for iccars.com. But he's also, he's on the North American Car, Truck, and SUV of the Year. He's a juror and a board member, and he is here to tell us the winners that was announced earlier this week. Carl, so what do you got for us, brother? Well, it's a big week. For uh, car awards, specifically North American Car Truck and Utility of the Year, as you mentioned, I'm on the uh, board and uh, the jury for that uh, award, and we know who won. So uh, let's talk about it. Well, do it. Who's it? Where do you start? <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep you a little bit anticipatory. <laughs> on. No. Uh, what, what's good is that uh, I think the right cars won. There were nine finalists, and uh, the car winner is the Honda Civic. Wow. And the truck winner is the Ford Maverick, and the utility winner is the Ford Bronco. And if you'd asked me really a month or two ago who I thought was going to win, I would have picked those three. So I'm glad they won. So the truck is this little new car-based platform, SUV-based flat platform Maverick. I have not driven it yet. I know you have because obviously you got two for this and other things. From what I understand, everybody's loving on it. It's really, really well done, Alan. I mean, like you said, it's a car-based truck, so it drives just like a good car would drive. Right. And Ford has been saying that they think this is actually going to be a replacement for people who buy Honda Civics. They said one of the, one of the markets they expect to conquer with this <laughs> is the compact car market. Wow. And I think it's because it's such a easy-to-drive vehicle. Its size is small, so you can drive it in the city. And it's very comfortable, and it drives like a car because it's on a car platform. And it's got it gets forty two miles per gallon in the city, Alan. Forty two miles per gallon in the city. Is it a, is it a is it because it's a hybrid or this is the gasoline engine version? So the base engine in it is a hybrid, and uh, that's why it gets such great mileage in the city. But you can also get standard internal combustion engine. And then you can get an off-road version, and uh, FX4, as they call it, just on the larger Ranger and the F-150 have off-road versions called FX4. Now there's an FX4 version of this little Maverick, too, that's very off-road capable. Well, Ford, congratulations. North American Truck and SUV of the Year. Wow. Yep. That's yeah, and we know the Bronco, you know, everyone loves the Bronco. They, yeah. they brought it back, and they did it 100% right. We've seen lots of revivals of iconic names that uh, were pretty pathetic and, and disappointing, given what the vehicles uh, represented in their past. 
Ford did not do that. They wanted to make sure they did it right, and the new Bronco is fabulous in terms of styling, capability, features, technology. It's really well done. I'm surprised I heard you say that. They did it 100% right. You must really be impressed with it. I Yeah, I've driven it multiple times on multiple events and had them here a couple times at my house to have for a week. And they just really, I mean, they were they clearly had the Wrangler in their gun sights and yeah. they looked at everything that uh, the Wrangler wasn't as good as it could have been on and went right after that stuff. And I, they just nailed it. I drove a really stripped down model. I mean, it was a nice little vehicle. But I know there's a gigantic difference between the stripped down version of anything and the dolled up, you know, um, fancied up version. So I can't wait to get my hands on one with a V6. I drove a four cylinder, one that's got, you know, more aggressive uh, wheel and tire package and just, you know, more stuff, I guess. It just, it, I, I was impressed. Yes, I like it. But I didn't like, I didn't go, wow, this thing is so awesome, which I think people do just because it is a Bronco, the new Bronco. But I, I, you know, like you said, you've driven multiple times and the uh, different versions, I'm sure, because usually for a North American car truck SUV of the year, they're going to give the dolled up version of the Bronco or any of these. But the Civic, the Civic, what? Now, Motor Trend gave, what was it? The, um, oh, what is the car they gave S or car of the year? It's the uh, the new. I can't even think of the new car company. What's the name? The, Lu- the Lucid. 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 Yeah. See, I wasn't quite Lucid. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I, I was thinking it was going to be something like that. The Honda Civic wins North American Car of the Year. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's just proof that there still is a market for traditional cars, believe it or not, right. and that Honda knows how to address that market. You know, uh, and I always have said that. Cars may largely go away for lots of good reasons and all that we don't have to get into, but take a while. But cars are going to largely go away, but not all of them are going to go away. There still will be a car market. It's just going to be much smaller. And that means like it always is in a case where you have a a dying organization or a dying segment, only the strong survive. Mm -hmm. And the strongest of cars will continue to go forward. And one of those strong cars has always been the Civic. It's been a strong car for 50 years. So it's going to keep going. Well, good. Good for them. Congratulations to uh, Honda for the uh, North American Car of the Year. Ford Motor Company takes home two, the North American Car, or I should say Truck and SUV of the Year with the uh, Maverick, their new little truck, and the Bronco. Fantastic. Well, Carl, thank you, sir. It's been a good half hour with you. Yeah. Great being on with you. This uh, industry is never boring. Always fun to talk. Always. Uh, you can find Carl all over the place. ICcars.com is where he hangs out a lot of the times. He contributes to Ford's Autos. And, um, you know, I mean, just you put his name in there. You can find him. He's got his own website, Carl Brower. Thank you, Carl. Great talk to you, Alan. Have a good one. We'll be right back with more of The Drive. Stay with us. Tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. 
With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Our show brought to you in part by Subaru. Go where love takes you in a new Subaru. Joining us right now is Stephen Cole Smith, automotive journalist, motorsports extraordinaire, Auto Week, Automobile Magazine, Grassroots Motorsports, and I don't know, probably a whole bunch more. Car and driver, oh, road Haggerty. Haggerty, Haggerty, there you go, Haggerty, doggone it. So, Steve, what do you think? Um, you know, the, the uh, what do they call that? North American car, truck, and SUV of the year. A Honda Civic won for the car of the year, which I, I think that's kind of interesting, but, I mean, there must be a really good reason for it. Are you on the board? Yeah, I am. Oh, um, well, then you already know I all this. I vote for the Honda. I voted mostly. You know, you've got 10 points, and you can divide them up among the three finalists. Right. And uh, the Civic is a great car, but I voted for the Lucid Air. Ah, mostly. yeah. Motor Trend Car of the Year. Yeah, Motor Trend Car of the Year. But the problem was they weren't able to get that in the hands of all the journalists. Oh. I was in Las Vegas, and they flew me to San Francisco for the afternoon oh. to get a drive with, uh, you remember Dave Butchko, yeah. the, LP, the BMW PR guy? He right. does Lucid Air now. Right. So he made it happen, and it is a pretty spectacular car. That's what I've heard. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's pretty amazing, you know, eleven hundred eleven horsepower for the one that I drove, uh, and a pretty good range, close to three hundred miles, and it's just wonderful on the inside. It's beautiful on the outside. Mm. Uh, it's a real car. Yeah, I mean it, it's going to give Tesla a run for its money. Oh, I think so because they also are a manufacturer of batteries, and they have already been there for, they've been in that space for quite a while and they're, they're in the electric car racing world. And so, you know, just like it used to be where, you know, race on Sunday and sell on Monday. Well, what happens on the racetrack, it, it helped influence people. And that's it's still a lot of that going on, but not like it really used to be, but the electric, what do they call that electric racing series? Whatever that's The that's Formula called. E series. Yeah. yeah. They do the batteries for that. Right. So they make the batteries and the car and it seems to me like one of the designers or engineers from Tesla is part of that company, Lucid. Right? It is. I yeah. think there's several people from Tesla right. over there. Mm. Um, they've got a, a pretty deep bench. It's you know it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Mm. They're building dealerships around the country. You know, sort of unlike Tesla, you'll be able to walk into a showroom. And mm. I went to the showroom in San Francisco, and it's pretty cool. It's it's kind of simple and bare bones but the entire service area is glassed in where you can watch your car get fixed oh that's it's, cool yeah and they've got stuff on display that's like the electric motor which weighs 148 pounds it's tiny <laughs> that's awesome. um, just amazingly powerful i mean there's some great technology in that car but i can understand why a lot of people voted for the honda civic it is a nice car the other car up for that was the volkswagen uh 
golf and GTI. I gave it some points because I like the GTI a lot. Yeah. You know, the Civic, yeah, I just don't see the Civic moving the needle. The the last Civic is is fine, and this car doesn't really change a lot. It's just a little better than the last one was. Yeah, interesting. What about the Maverick? The Ford Maverick pickup truck is car-based. What do you think about that? I mean, listen. uh, I absolutely love the Maverick. Okay. I'm glad to hear that because you're a bigger guy. I mean, you yep. you know, it's like this is a smaller truck, and if you get in that vehicle, because what are you, you got to be 6'2"? How tall are you? I'm six feet, but yeah. I'll tell you, the seat goes back far enough for somebody 6'5 easily. Wow. There's plenty of headroom. Of course, you're encroaching on the space in the back seat, but I'll tell you, Alan, the truck is, is just amazing. That's, that's been the biggest surprise. And the best one is the base one because that's a hybrid. Right. Um, when I was driving that, I Smart. got 38 miles to the gallon, yeah. which is just amazing in a pickup truck. And, you know, it'll still tow 2,000 pounds. You can put 17 sheets of 4 by 8 plywood in the back. Wow. Uh, it's, uh, and it's $20,000. I mean, it's, it's just an amazing value. Wow. Now, see, that makes sense. But I, I need to find all these different shapes and sizes of people because it really does make a difference. George Kennedy that does some stuff with us is like six foot five. So I want to see what he has to say about it. I have yet to bend behind the wheel, so I, I don't even know. It has um, an interesting flavor to it because it's a unibody construction, so there's no uh, bed and then cab. It's all unitized one piece, you know, like kind of like a car that's, well, what would, I guess you could call it like Subaru made a vehicle that was a little pickup truck like that for a little bit. And yeah, they had a Baja and the they Baja. had the, uh, yeah, what was the one they had before that? The, the Brat. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> way back And, in the day. you know, the, the new Hyundai Santa Cruz is that way. Right. It's interesting. But really, it's uh, being front-wheel drive, you know, is an uh, advantage in bad weather, right. although you can't get it in four-wheel drive. I mean, you can get the price up over $30,000 with a Maverick, but, you know, I don't see any reason to because it has just about everything you need standard. Okay, last one, Bronco, truck of the year. What do you think? Yeah, the Bronco's got a few flaws, but I voted for it. I thought it was uh, a game changer just because nobody has challenged the Jeep Wrangler for so long. Right. And it's definitely a challenger to that. I think it's probably a little better than the Jeep on-road. The Jeep is right there with the Bronco off-road. Uh, the Genesis GV70 was uh, the runner-up, and the Hyundai Ioniq 5 electric vehicle came in third, I think. Wow. And the Genesis GV70 is a wonderful vehicle, but again, I didn't see it moving the needle much, and I think the Bronco does. Mm, interesting. All right, let's take a little break here. When we come back, we'll talk about some motorsport stuff. Um, North American car, truck, and SUV of the year. The car was the Honda Civic. truck was uh, the Maverick. An SUV, Bronco. Pretty cool. Ford. Man, Ford's killing it this year. All right, Stephen Cole Smith is with us. Uh, you can find his uh, stuff all over the place. Haggerty and Automobile Magazine, Auto Week, Grassroots Motorsports. He's out there all over and here on the drive. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor on the road ahead. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. 
you can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America and around the world. Um, some auctions coming up, too. We're going to be talking about that just a little bit here. Uh, I guess I don't know how to say this word. Kiss me? Kiss me? <laughs> Steven, what is it? Kissimmee. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a funny word. I mean, if you look at it, I guess it does spell that. But um, Kissimmee, Florida, Illinois. Where is it? It's just uh, south of Orlando. It's really where Disney. A lot of the Disney stuff is oh, that's uh, located right, that's right, right close to Kissimmee. That's right. I've never been to that Meekum. So Meekum auction thirty four hundred cars. That's right. this weekend. Coming up is also Barrett Jackson. Next weekend, I will be in Scottsdale because it actually, for the local folks, it kicks off. And then I'll be there all through the week. And then the following weekend also, I will try to do at least one or two shows from there. And um, the folks at the Collector Car Network, which is now owned by Barrett Jackson, includes the online auction, autohunter.com. I'm going to try and do a few things with them. That's where I sold my Mustang, Auto Hunter. Um, yeah okay so but let's get into coming up the 24 hours of daytona what do you know about that well they just announced the uh entry list uh, on wednesday which is really the entry list for practice but if you're going to be in daytona you're going to have to be in the practice too it's called the roar before the 24 Ah. and there's 61 cars on it that's a lot way more than last year with covid seven uh, of the top prototypes and only uh, among those seven cars there's almost all of them have four drivers each there's only four drivers in all seven cars from the u.s i was kind of surprised at how few there are um, in there the lmp2 field has 10 cars lmp3 has 10 the gt daytona pro now that's the new class that replaces gt le mans which is where the Corvette and some of the Porsches and all that ran, the Ford GT, BMW. But those guys all backed out, just basically leaving the Corvette and one Porsche. So they made the GT Daytona class, which is where uh, a lot of the amateurs race, they made it it pro-am. So there's a pro-level where you can have professional drivers, and then there's the am level, the regular GT Daytona, where uh, most of the drivers have to be amateurs. But the problem is it's the same car. So they're not racing against each other, but if you're watching the race, you're going to have to kind of memorize the 13 GT Daytona Pro cars as opposed to the 22 GT Daytona cars because they're all going to be running the same speed, basically, and it's the same car, this Porsches, Lamborghinis, uh, AMGs, um, so it's going to be confusing for a while. Mm. Yeah, was it you that told me NBC Sports Network is out of business? Yeah, they oh, ended wow. uh, their business at the end of the year. NASCAR, which was running quite a bit of stuff on NBCSN, is moving to the USA Network. And 
some of the people like Meekum, which, you know, had hours and hours of programming on NBCSN, is now on the Motor Trend Network. Oh. Hmm. Uh, speaking of going out of business, did you hear about Drive Tribe? Yeah, I saw that uh, those guys are disbanding, yeah. uh, blaming uh, the supply chain on not getting advertising anymore. So, you know, I, I haven't heard much about it in the last year, so I guess that's a reason it's been kind of fading away. But I really didn't pay much attention to Drive Tribe. I know a lot of people did, so yeah. I'm sure Jeremy Clarkson and those guys will show up somewhere. Well, and I think one of the three is going to stay on for the YouTube channel and keep going. So the Drive Tribe YouTube channel is going to stay alive. And I was working with them a little bit back, I don't know what it's been, about three years ago now. They came to me and they said, hey, you know, you, you've got, you know, you're on 100 radio stations. Why don't we do some stuff together? And so we did. And there just wasn't the take rate for it for some reason. I don't know why the take rate was not what I think they thought it should be or would be. And um, so, it yeah, it started in, what, 2016? And uh, here we are, 2022. It's uh, It's gone. So Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's tough out there for any kind of media. Yeah. Because they're right. You know, the OEM, original equipment manufacturers, you know, which is a Ford and a Chevy and a, a Dodge and all those guys, they have cut back on their advertising because, uh, you know, they've had trouble selling cars. They've had trouble getting cars because of the chip shortage right. and because of rest of the supply chain problems. So they've cut back. So if you're on the edge, depending on that OEM advertising, you know, you're probably looking for alternative sources of income right now. Interesting. Uh, back to racing. Uh, do you plan on being at the Daytona 24-hour? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, nice. Last time we talked about one of these big races... It seems like the media center was virtually empty. Do you think it's going to be that way, or how are they treating races? I mean, Florida's open, so how are they yeah. treating them there? It'll be a normal amount of people for the Daytona 24 just because it's the big race and because there's nothing else going on that weekend. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be missing a lot of people just because a lot of the media's cut back. Yeah. Things are changing, you know, there's no question about it. Things are changing dramatically. I wonder if you look at, you know, NBC, Sports Network going out of business, Drive Tribe, magazines are kind of folding into each other, and the Motor Trend channel is now owned by Discovery, so it isn't even owned by a magazine group anymore. Things right. are changing. We're in, a, in the midst of a gigantic convergence. What are we converging into? That's the question, you know? <laughs> Well, it's it's a lot harder to make money online than it was in print. You know, if I have a million circulation, which is I had more than that when I was the executive editor of Car and Driver, and I sell you a full page ad, right. you know, I was charging you for 1.37 million views. But online, you can tell by click. You know, right. you, you're not getting 1.37 million views for any click ad right. that's on online i don't think so it's tougher now that they can actually quantify who's reading their advertising right to charge anywhere near amount the same amount for online stuff you know uh there, there's the old saying i can't remember i'll get it wrong i know that 50 percent of my advertising works i just don't know what 50 percent well now they do <laughs> we'll take a little break come back with more of stephen cole smith Haggerty.com, Grassroots Motorsports Auto Week, 
and some motorsports talk. Stay with us. Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car? Not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try Autotempest.com. See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. I'm sure you guys have heard me talking about uh, autotempest.com. Um, it's it, it's a game changer. We've been talking about game changers. The world is changing. With the autotempest.com search engine, it's amazing. Uh, you can simultaneously search all the top car sites like Carvana, uh, Auto Trader, eBay Motors, True Car, Cars and Bids, and many others, including Craigslist. Uh, one search, all the cars, all the cars, man, all the cars, just one search. Uh, Autotempest.com, check it out. It'll save you time when you're buying a car. Stephen Cole Smith joining us, motorsports expert. Steve, what about NASCAR 2022? What's going on with NASCAR? Well, it's a brand new car. I mean, the engine technically is the same, but since they're using a transaxle and a sequential transmission, from what I've been hearing, they're having to change the engines up a lot. So essentially, it's a new car front to back. The cars are being assembled by the teams. They're not building them anymore. You know, the body's coming from one place, the chassis's coming from one place, the transmission's coming from one place, and you just assemble them into a car. And they practiced at Daytona Tuesday and Wednesday. That's the first time the public has seen the car. And it definitely is different. You know, it's got one lug nut in the center, bigger tires. You know, it's just uh, the body is uh, polycarbonate. It's not aluminum anymore. And it's essentially the same body for all the cars. They've just got different stickers on them to make it look like one's a Camry and one's a Camaro. But the test went pretty well. The teams are still not completely happy with the way the cars are handling, but they ran them in a pack, and I think the top speed was something like 190 miles an hour. It'll be more than that for uh, the Daytona 500. But uh, so far, so good with the car. So uh, we'll see how it does it debuts at uh, in los angeles at a little uh bush clash race in the la coliseum on a little temporary track and then they'll move to the daytona 500 hmm. interesting all right here's one for you it's just kind of a uh, out of the left field i saw something on this kid you know the uh, let's go brandon thing brandon brown is his yeah. name right is he going to yeah. be uh sponsored by anybody this year what do you know there well they they uh you know, the, the let's go Brandon thing, you know, caught on as a, a kind of an anti-Joe Biden deal. Right. And this Bitcoin type company called LBG Coin, let's go Brandon Coin, <laughs> sponsored him and apparently is still sponsoring him. But NASCAR turned them down. They oh. said they couldn't sponsor him because it's too political. Oh, my gosh. That's well, look, it's, it's just so funny. I can't believe it. So yeah, is he going to run? It's kind of ridiculous. So I feel bad for Brandon. He's a, a really nice guy. He won at Talladega. That was his first win ever. It's a family-run team. Oh boy! Uh, you know they go from race to race. So this was his big chance, and 
the Lesko brand that has actually done him more damage than it has uh, helped him out in NASCAR. Well, if he's selling T-shirts, he's probably making millions of dollars because you see Absolutely. Boy, there's a guy up the road that's selling Lesko Brandon signs from the side of the road. <laughs> if he was smart, he would have, uh, you know, copyrighted trademark that. Trademarked, yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Okay, that's funny. All right. Uh, lastly is uh, the Meekum Auction going on right now. You're obviously not there. Kissimmee, K-I-S-S-I-M-M-E-E, Kissimmee, Florida. You say it's on the uh, Motor Trend channel. You guys can watch it there. Is that like, were you saying it's like up in the 1200s, this channel, if you have cable? Well, we've got, uh, the the cable system we have is like 1234 or something. That's way up there. And I don't think Motor Trend is on nearly the number of stations that are, are homes that, uh, NBCSN is, but I guess airing as much program as they did. I mean, Mecham has been live every day from Wednesday through tomorrow through yeah, Sunday. Right. So airing that kind of program is kind of hard to find a channel that's willing to do it. And apparently, Motor Trend was willing. Good lord, are you coming to uh, Barrett Jackson next week or the week after? Because I'm going to be there. No, there's too much going on down yeah. here, racing wise and testing wise that. I'll be pretty well stuck here. I am going to the Chicago Auto Show. That's probably oh, the next trip for me. Yeah. You know, I got invited, and I said, you know what? I can't go. I've got something going on that I just cannot miss, um, which kind of uh, it bums me out. I, that was one of my favorite auto shows, Chicago, because the yeah, facility is so huge, you know. Well, Stephen Colesmith, thank you, sir. Um, Haggerty.com. Uh, boy, it's amazing what Haggerty is doing, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, my God. All the best journalists in the industry that I've known for the last 30 years are migrating over to Haggerty. And now they're getting, you know, they got the uh, Amelia Island Concours now called, what are they calling it now? The uh, Amelia. Yeah, the Amelia is yeah. what they're calling it. And uh, other Concours around the country. They're, uh, they went public. Congratulations, McKeel. McKeel Haggerty, I've known for a long time. All right, Stephen Cole Smith, thank you, sir. Always a pleasure, my friend. All right, we'll take a break and be back for another hour right here on The Drive. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one, Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Busher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use Auto Tempest instead. Find all the cars. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, like I said, I am going to be next week at Barrett-Jackson. And for two weekends, and it's the 50th anniversary of the Barrett-Jackson collector car auction. So it's going to be a biggie, 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 biggie. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to have a stage. I'm going to be doing some... Uh, well, what else am I going to be doing? Some uh, seminars. I'm going to do one for about electric cars. I know, at a classic car auction. The future of electric cars. One with celebrities. 
I know Wayne Carini and I are going to do some stuff together from uh, Chasing Classic Cars. But right now, the celebrity in my life, BJ Colleen, joining us here on our two. Hello, BJ. Hello, Ellen. Thank you for calling me a celebrity. I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my gosh. Well, so um, you heard about all the North American Car Truck of the Year stuff. We beat the dead horse to death. Yeah. So we don't need to talk about that. Um, nope. I know you wanted to talk about, I think, Volkswagen, a new Volkswagen Jetta. Now, my son, I bought him for a company car back in 2014. Because his car was a piece of crepe. And I, I thought, you know, if they had these really killer good lease deals, like zero down, $59 a month. It was whatever, you know, it was cheap. It wasn't 59 but actually Carl Brower bought a Fiat 500 for $49 a month, an electric one. Did you know that? In L.A.? Uh, I think you mentioned that yeah. once before, yes. So those deals, every yeah. now and then, they pop up. And he grabbed one and had it for three years at $49 a month. Anyway. But I did get those a, days are gone. I know for sure a, a VW, a 2014 VW Jetta wagon, which I think are just good-looking little wagons. And he Fun still cars too. Yep, the lease went up, and he he decided to buy it off a lease so that it was his car. He still has it to this day. I said to him the other day, I said, "How many miles you got out of the thing?" He's like eighty-eight thousand. Absolutely, absolutely have had zero problems with it. So yep. um, you know, I I was very pleased. And it's, you know, I mean, listen, it's a rare thing when you can go that many years, 2014 to 2022, without having any problems. He put a new set of tires on it, hasn't done anything else. And he says, I think I'm going to be doing the timing chain or something. And I'm like, just do whatever they suggest, because that thing will go 250,000 miles if you take care of it, you know, or more. Yeah, or more. So anyway, what do you got on the uh, the new the newest new of Volkswagen Jetta? So they just introduced the 2022 Jetta GLI, and that's kind of the performance version of the sedan. And, you know, Jetta's been a, a nameplate for decades, and it has always been a fun-to-drive car. And uh, for 2022, the GLI's got a, a handful of changes. They redid the front bumper, and they've got a, a lot of red accents. There's accents in the uh, honeycomb grill, and they added a black package that's got black wheels, black mirror caps, a black roof, and a little black lip spoiler in the back. There's some pretty cool colors. They've got this king's red metallic or rising blue metallic. And the rear, they've got this honeycomb look on the lower diffuser. You know, they, they beefed it up and made it look a little, a little bit sportier. And inside, you can really tell that, too. There's lots of red accents on the, the trim and the seats. And they've got uh, standard heated and vented seats. And this really cool hairline wood trim. It's wood, but it's got these red lines in it. It's one of the coolest trims I've ever seen. Oh. They added a customizable instrument panel, wireless charging. They've got the Beats audio system. And it comes in a six-speed manual or the seven-speed DSG. So that's a pretty cool automatic transmission. Active dampers and a progressive steering. And they still have the two-liter turbo, which is a great engine. It's 228 horsepower, 258 pound-feet of torque, similar to the GTI hatchback. And it comes in right around 30,995. So if you want a performance car, because there really aren't that many that have manual transmissions anymore, and we know that, this is really a good choice, this VW Jetta GLI. Definitely worth taking a look at when you go down to the Volkswagen dealer, if they have them. You right. know, it's like, who knows who's it's got like one on the lot. Else. Something's uh, got to call and go down and take a, a chance. But uh, this is definitely a, a little bargain out there, a little secret bargain worth 
worth playing around with with that six-speed manual transmission. I haven't had a chance to drive it with yet, but I'm hoping to get in it fairly soon. Very good. Uh, Volkswagen making some good vehicles, of course. They all are, which is good for all of us. The consumer's the winner here. We'll take a little break, come back, and talk about uh, you know, the auctions and some of the other newsy stuff that's going on with BJ Colleen, the voice of reason in my automotive journalistic world. Stay with us. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole world is going to the interwebs to buy their vehicles and do their research these days. And they go to site after site after site, checking out where the best deals are. And, you know, one minute you're at, um, oh, we're going to have Brian Moody on next or bottom of the hour, eBay. Well, it's Auto Trader. And then there's eBay and True Car, Cars and Bids and Craigslist. And, well, there is a website out there that goes to all of them. All at once and does all the searching for you. It's called Auto Tempest. All the cars, one search. Yeah, check it out. Autotempest.com. Online car buying and selling, BJ. It's, man, I'll tell you what. It's actually made our lives a lot easier. Let me give you one example. I need a front alloy wheel cap for a truck of mine that's a 2012 so I go down to the tire place, and they're like, oh, that that aluminum wheel company's out of business. And I'm like, well, so now what? He goes, eBay. And I go, oh, uh, uh, yeah. So I went home, and I went on eBay. And if you go on eBay, then you can, you know, eBay Motors, and it says, what do you want? You know, buy and sell cars or auto parts or, you know. So I'm like, yeah, auto parts. You know, there's accessories, which are not auto parts. Accessories are different. So anyway, I picked the right category and I put in the name of the wheel company is Eagle. So Eagle front hub cap. It's because it's a little cap for the actual hub on the alloy wheel. And I put the information in. Boom. There it is. But these rotten people want $79 for this little cap that's oh. pr- it's plastic. But you can't buy it anywhere. So what are you going to do? Go around with, you know, with uh, with your zipper open? No. You got to buy a new <laughs> zipper. You zip up and you're good. But 79 bucks. And I need two of them. So it's, you know, oh. it's ridiculous. And then you got a freight and all the rest. I'm like, oh, they know what they got. But this is a place yeah. that has thousands. I think they said hundreds of thousands of these little caps and things and stuff for custom wheels. That's all they do. So the internet, well, the internet shopping. You're paying for convenience, you know. I yeah. mean, it used to be people would go down to your your, your pick-apart store like right. you used to own right. and try to find it and get lucky if it came out nice. And, you know, there's a lot of legwork in this. Hey, listen, you know, nobody got lucky you. in my wrecking yard, all right? That's that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to go down to pick-apart, you oh, know, yeah. as long as it's not 120,000 degrees outside, you exactly. know, if you're digging through all the, the stuff. You but know, it's kind of cool when you do find something, but most times you don't. 
But do, so they, do they even nice. have pick-aparts anymore? Can you even go in those yards? Insurance, you know? I mean, you know, I used to mind you could go in there, but anymore insurance, somebody gets hurt in a car wrecking yard, you know, it's like, oh, my God. But anyway. Yeah, I think you can, but uh, I, I don't know. I haven't done it in a long time, but it used to be fun. So, yeah, you pull like a scavenger it, hunt. Like that. So. Exactly. But, All right, so you got right. something uh, on GM, right? Yeah, online, and we know that the price of new cars is just ridiculous with the markups, and so... People are turning to pre-owned vehicles, but that's getting ridiculous, too. And so it's getting harder to find these cars. My cousin was looking to buy a new Lexus, went down to the Lexus dealership. They didn't have anything. They had no RXs, no NXs. Nothing was available. So Bizarre. he's like, well, what should I do? So I'm like, well, you know, you got to start looking for pre-owned vehicles if you want something. Right. And Ford has something called Ford Blue Advantage for pre-owned vehicles, and they'll buy your car and you get warranties. And GM said they're going to start doing it now. It's something called Car Bravo. And they're saying that they're going to elevate the shopping, buying, and owner experience. They're going to give you access to a huge inventory of vehicles. Mm. And they want to make sure, and they haven't ramped it up yet. It's going to start in the spring of 2022 through the dealers. But they said that it's going to provide simple and transparent shopping interface, clear dealer pricing, vehicle history ports, 360-degree views of the vehicles. They'll all be inspected and reconditioned to meet GM standards. You receive guaranteed online offers. From the Black Book to buy the vehicles, even if you don't buy one through Car Bravo. So it's going to have a standard warranty coverage, extensive network of dealerships. They really are trying to make it easy for people to purchase vehicles. So I think uh, kudos to them, kudos to Ford for doing it. I don't know if Chrysler is rolling out a program, but you've got to make it easier than just running all over the place and wasting your gasoline trying to find the right used car. And again, this is one way to do it. Another way is your hunter site. What was that one called again? Auto you hunter, said? yeah. Auto Tempest, yeah. right. Oh, well, so that's Auto Tempest, right. And then there's yeah. Auto Hunter if you want to buy something under auction. So yeah, that, we're going to be talking about that in a bit, yeah. aren't we? And then Brian Moody, by the way, at the bottom of the hour, Brian Moody from Auto Trader is going to be on. He's going to be talking about what's going on with the used vehicle values. He says they're going to stay high for a while. Uh, yep. We'll talk to him. Also, he's got... January's best lease deals for under 300 bucks a month. And, what? Uh, yeah, no. I, well, he's got all these deals. You know, they do these studies and whatever it is. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Auto Hunter, the collector car network, and um, auto auction stuff because nowadays more and more people are going to these websites like uh, Cars and Bids and, you know, what's the one? Bring a Trailer. Um, it's crazy what stuff is bringing on these auction sites. We'll talk about that. You're listening to The Drive. We'll be right back. My life is brilliant. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X-Mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo model. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Talking about auctions and uh, buying and selling cars and whether you do an online auction or go to uh, an auction like Barrett Jackson, which 
The one coming up. I'll be there uh, the end of next week for next weekend, and then all the next week, and then the next weekend. So I'll be there the 21st through the 30th. Um, it's it's a massive event. BJ Colleen joining me. BJ, if you can make it over there, I'll get you a couple tickets. I, you know, all I can say is <laughs> I got my ways. But anyway. <laughs> I appreciate it. I am going to be there, by the way, because they have such a gigantic marketplace now that they said, you know, they called me and they said, would you do us a favor? Because I actually am not traveling as much as I used to because of this crazy COVID world. And now I got a bunch of grandkids, which I just love playing my grandkids. And I got cars and projects and I'm kind of enjoying it. A lot of people are like, you know, angry about what's happening in the world. And I'm not happy with it, but I sure am happy to be able to spend more time around the house. Because, you know, BJ, you and I, all we've done, last 20 years, 30 years of our lives, travel all over the doggone country driving these stinking cars. And uh, I'm enjoying being home a little bit. So, but uh, I'll be there 10 days and I'm going to be doing this stage where I'm interviewing all the people that are from the marketplace that have all these cool car things, whether it be a lift for your garage. So you can, if you have a tall enough garage, you can put two cars, you know, stack them. And I guess they call them stackers one on top of the other. And also you can also work on, you know, your car. If you raise it up in there, you can work underneath it to, um, you know, car clothing, culture, car culture, clothing to jewelry and furniture. And I mean, it's like, there's everything under the sun. So, Every day I'm going to be giving out T-shirts to people, throwing T-shirts to the crowd, and then I'll be doing some seminars. We're going to have fun with the celebrities that are there because there's always all kinds of crazy celebrities walking around. People walk right by them. They don't even know them. They, they, I mean, it's like it's so funny. I was walking around with Burt Reynolds, and you know, he wasn't, before he passed, he wasn't that recognizable because you know, I mean, if you're not looking, everybody's looking at the cars. You walk right by Burt Reynolds or somebody like that, you know? And, yep. uh, and people don't usually, you know, they're not looking at each other. They're looking at the cars. So uh, there's a lot of celebrities. Go ahead. Let me just say that, too. If you're at Barrett Jackson and you see Alan, don't be afraid to approach him. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, I don't bite. autographs. And you got to hear him laugh because he's got a great laugh. And, uh, oh, he sorry. does. So, he, you know, he's a celebrity, but he's not he's not an unapproachable celebrity like some of them are. So, you know, meet him. Meet him in person. We all love him. And you will, too. Oh, did, you're so. funny. Well, thanks. It's true. It's um, true. I, so. I, listen, if, if you come up to me I and I have free giveaways, I might just be able to give you a T-shirt, too. So, yeah, if you're at Barrett and come over and say hi. The Absolutely. other thing that's going on is that, you know, yes, that's a in-person auction. You can watch it on uh, on the interwebs or on TV and bid online during the auction. But then now, because Barrett-Jackson has purchased the Collector Car Network, they have an online auction, autohunter.com, that is going on all the time. So, um, you know, a couple of examples here. Uh, let's just see auto hunter has, let me just read this. It says hundreds of thousands of visitors each month, which is pretty impressive. Thousands of bidders and sellers. There are new auctions listed constantly that you will want to check out. Here's some examples. 64 Ford Fairlane Thunderbolt four speed LS seven powered 1957 Chevy Bel Air, a 59 Cadillac series 62 convertible. Love those. Oh, here's yep. an interesting one. A 2016 McLaren 650S Spider, uh, 2020 Corvette 3 LT convertible. I did sell my Shelby GT 
on Auto Hunter. It had uh, 41 miles on it. It was a serial number eight. So you're going to find all kinds of interesting cars and trucks and whatever, you know, automotive, everything. No seller commissions. Check this out. List reserve or no reserve. So you can do the reserve or no reserve. You know, we were talking about uh, Simon Cowell was uh, selling right. something and, and was worried about the no reserve thing at Barrett-Jackson because that's, that's something that's just happened in the last number of years. And uh, everything is a pure sell. That means if it sells, if you put it up there, it's going to sell. It's sold. Right. Live customer service, no shipping costs, just more. But, pro- Alan, more- you know what? That no seller's commission, they only charge $130 basically listing fee. So yeah. to me, that's a steal compared to other auctions. Now, that's a number one reason to go to Auto Hunter and put your vehicle up because and, it's it's just a flat fee, which I love. And the other thing is uh, they help you with a professionally written vehicle description, uh, which helps you get the vehicle sold. Because a lot of people, I'll give you an example. Oh, my gosh. This lady <laughs> that I rent to has an SL500 Mercedes. And, oh, my gosh, I should get it. Because I, I, I screen capped. She put it on, uh, what was it, um, Facebook Marketplace. And she spelled Mercedes so badly wrong. It was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. She did not put the year of the vehicle in there. And then she didn't even put that it was an SL500. She just puts this word Mercedes Roadster, but Mercedes would spell just, I mean, it was like a vomit word. It doesn't even make sense. So I sent her a note. She goes, see, that's what happens when I go too fast. Anyway, that's funny. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, not only a professional write-up, but they'll also take professional photos for you too, which is nice because, you know, a picture tells the story and and you got to see what what the car looks like. So I think that's a big plus also. Autohunter.com. You guys want to check it out. It's a a great way to sell your car or buy one. All right, BJ, thank you for hanging with me for a half an hour. Brian Moody comes up next. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. All right. Talk to you later. I will. Coming up next, Auto Trader. Brian Moody's going to talk about the best lease deals in January under 300 bucks. We'll be right back. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. is The Drive with Alan Taylor. Well, uh, it's time for Brian Moody. Brian Moody! Moody! Uh, He's the executive editor of autotrader.com and uh, a very funny man, although uh, we can't do anything about his looks. That's just the way it is. Very funny looking. Actually, I think you're quite funny anyway. <laughs> you're a funny well, man. Also, anyway. I don't know if you know this or not, but I also have the strength of 10 men. Oh. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Good. So yeah. you're an ape. That's awesome. Yep. What's up, ladies? <laughs> What's up, ladies? <laughs> oh, my. That's too funny. Okay, so. I have a face for radio, like you said. You know what? I used to think you were not a very good looking guy, but. 
All right. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I'll have to. I'll have to admit something to you. I never once even thought about it one way or the other. You know so what? You're I, ahead of me in that game. Actually, I looked at you one time and I thought, you know, he's a nice looking man. <laughs> was, you know, I was in kind of a weird mood, but oh, great! Yeah. Show's over. Woo! That was <laughs> I know, right? That's funny. <laughs> anyway, look at you can tell Brian and I are buddies. So, uh, autotrader.com does all these, um, I don't know, what do you call them? Surveys or what do you, just research? Uh, yeah, studies. Studies. Like kind of study the marketplace and right. that kind of stuff. Right. So, where do you want to start? Because, can I tell a story first? Because we have plenty of time, right? Yeah. 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 So, I was, I had a uh, 2017 Dodge Ram 3500 crew cab diesel four wheel drive loaded, big old monster, right? And I got it in 2017. I bought it used for an outrageous price of 52,000 bucks. Okay. And yeah. it was like 52,000 bucks. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm doing this, you know? And that's what it felt like. And I enjoyed it. I put about uh, 30,000 miles on it in three years and three and a half years, roughly. And uh, about uh, six months ago, I um I decided I wanted to sell it. So a friend of mine says, "Hey, uh, you know the Dodge dealers paying big money for uh, these trucks, you know." And I said, "Oh, really? We'll see what they'll pay for my truck." So he goes, "All right, well, let's get it cleaned up, and I'll take it over there." So he takes it over there. He's a wholesaler guy, you know. We all we all run in crowds, uh -huh. us car guys. So he takes it over there, and he goes, uh, "Well, what do you want for it?" I said, "I don't know. Tell, tell him to make me an offer." $54,000. Three years later, the same dealer I bought it wow. from. Wow. Yeah. Three years. So what has happened to the price of used vehicles? Well, we know because of the chip shortage and all that. But you weren't you talking there's a kind of a study of something right now? Vehicles going to, the price is going to stay high for used vehicles? Well, the price will stay high for used vehicles and partly because demand and prices on new cars is high. So, the average transaction price is according to Kelly Blue Book. The average transaction price for new cars is now over forty-seven thousand wow. dollars. So that's not the sticker price. That's not the list price. That's the actual price that, that where the deal was made. Right. So that includes options, accessories, all those types of things. Over forty-seven thousand dollars. And here are the highest mainstream brands by transaction price. You ready for this? Yep. Um, there's five of them. So Porsche, average transaction price, $98,350. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yep. Wow. Followed by Land Rover, the second highest average transaction. These are just main, these are mainstream brands. This probably wouldn't include, like, Ferrari or something right, like that. Right, right. Land Rover, average transaction price, $93,049. Man. Cadillac, $79,182. Wow. wow. Rivian, Seventy five nine fourteen. Well, Rivian so made the about cut. Seventy five thousand wow. dollars, yeah. yeah. Right. And Mercedes Benz at seventy three thousand six. So these are the highest, and then there's the, there's the five lowest. You want to hear the five lowest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the five lowest brands by transaction price: Fiat twenty seven four, oh. Mitsubishi thirty thousand five hundred. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mazda That's a lot 32. of money, by the way, for a Fiat. But go ahead, go ahead. Twenty seven four. That's not bad. I mean, probably the five hundred X. I actually kind of like. I mean, you know, you probably get a lot of features on it. So after that, Mazda thirty two four, 
Kia 33804, which, you know, in Kia world, a $33,000 Kia is a pretty decent car. Yeah. yeah. And you consider, you know, what they have now. And Nissan 33.9. So even the lowest priced cars, the lowest transaction priced cars, Nissan, Kia, Mazda are well into the 30s. You know what's funny is I uh, earlier, well, earlier this year, no, this year's gone. We're in a new year. Earlier last year, probably. Wow. Well, actually, about mid last year, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, we're in 2022. It's weird. It was around June. My wife, it was time for her to get a new car, right? So we looked around. We wanted a Kia. I know a lot of people have heard this story, but it's worth repeating. We wanted a Kia Telluride, and you could not find yeah. one anywhere. So my attorney calls me from Portland, Oregon, and he says, what is going on with these Kia Telluride? He goes, we, we like them, and we thought we'd go to buy one, and they, they want 10000 over window sticker for them. I said, I yeah. know, and they're getting it, you know? Yeah. So I ended up, to your point there about the Nissans, I ended up with a Nissan Rogue all-wheel drive, the uh, SLE, whatever the, you know, the, the top, not the top top, but a higher trim level, you know, leather and moonroof and heated yeah. seats and steering wheel and loaded all-wheel drive. Bought the whole thing, I mean, completely loaded, very nice vehicle for 33000 bucks. That is, and my yeah. we, we love it. It's a nice vehicle. And I'm thinking, once again, Nissan is probably one of the most overlooked auto manufacturers out there. They make good vehicles. I mean, think about it. Nissan has been around forever. They make forklifts. They make everything. They make industrial yeah. vehicles. And, and it's like they make good vehicles, and you can still get good deals. Now, I'm going to drive the price up by saying that because now everybody's going to go drive. And I really like our Nissan Rogue. And now, from what I understand, the 2022 model, they've already upgraded the engine, and it won like Ward's Best Engine or something because now it's a turbocharged four-cylinder. But I was driving my wife's car the other day, went over to Costco to buy that 55 gallons of pickles, you know, the, one of those big drums of pickles. <laughs> Everybody's got to have one. And um, she was getting 23.5 miles per gallon around town out of a, a small four-wheel drive SUV I thought was good, you know. And she goes, yeah, I get like, if I'm on the highway, I get like 28 or 9 miles to the gallon, pretty regular. And I thought to myself, that's a heck of a vehicle. We really, really like it. And it was you know, I mean, the loaded the loaded model was in the mid to low thirties, so you can buy those things right around thirty grand, unless you want all the fancy stuff like we did. Yeah, that's a lot of vehicle, a very good vehicle. So hats off to Nissan. We're not sponsored by them or anything. We bought one because we liked it. So there you go. Yeah, I think they're about to get a little bit more attention because look at what they have new. I mean, they have the Rogue is new, the Pathfinder is new, the Frontier is new. Right. And there's more coming. So I think Nissan's going to start to get a little bit more attention in the coming years. So I've actually had several new Nissans that I liked quite a bit, a Murano and a Rogue. Mm. And, um, yeah, those are cars that, like, I, you know, very rarely do we drive a car for the purposes of talking about it here or writing about it somewhere else and then go out and spend our own money. But Nissan is one of those cars where I spent my own money buying a Nissan. And also, uh, I just bought a Volvo. And that's another one where I spent my own money buying a Volvo for my own personal car because I thought they were that good. I want to hear about it. Let's take a break, come back, and then also he's got uh, one of the studies they did is lease deals for January under 300 bucks a month. 
So if you think yep. about leasing one, we'll come back with Brian Moody from autotrader.com. You can find these studies at autotrader.com. We'll be right back. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian Moody joining us from autotrader.com. Our show brought to you in part by Dodge Domestic, not domesticated. Domesticated. I just screwed that one up. Domesticated. Underestimated. Domesticated. Oh, I don't know. One of those words. I'm Brian Moody. Hey, everybody. In the business, we call that a make good. Ready? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They don't care as long as I get it right before it's over. No, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm very blessed to have, you know, uh, good car companies and other companies sponsoring the show. I make that decision. I don't just let anybody sponsor our show. It's very important. The same reason why I can work with you from Auto Trader and Carl Brower and all the different people that, you know, Carl was at uh, Kelly Blue Book, which is also uh, the parent company for Auto Trader these days, or, or vice versa. I don't know. However, that it, works. They're both owned by Cox Automotive. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. But, uh, and the folks that we work with are what I call best of brand, you know, Subaru and, and Shell and, and Craftsman and all these companies I've worked with over the years. Um, so, Brian, we were talking about leases, and a lot of people, yeah. you know, they, they don't know whether they should lease or buy. And I used to say, never lease a vehicle unless it's a company vehicle, because then you can write it off like it's rental, a car rental, right? I always want to own the car. I want to own it. Well, you did something here recently, and we'll get to these best January lease deals under 300 bucks a month. Yeah. But I love your story. I'm going to ask you to tell it. I know you're a private guy, but I'm going to ask you to tell because this is your private life. I don't mean to, but but I'm going to. So don't say no to me because we're already on the radio. Too late. <laughs> so you leased right. a vehicle, a Nissan. And when the lease came up, we were, we're kind of right in the middle of all this insanity that's going on with these high prices. So right. maybe you could tell your right. story. Well, so I know leasing is not the best way to, it's not the best use of your money long-term. It, it, it gives you a short-term low payment. And the only reason I did lease the car was because we had leased a car previously. And three years ago, it came up at an unusual time. And I, could, and I knew the, the dealership, the guy who worked there, he's like, just come down, sign the papers. We'll give you another one that's nicer and the payment will, will lower. And that's that. So that's what oh, I did. Right. I know it wasn't the best thing, but I was, we were in a hurry. I just was like, let's just get this over with. I got to get on with my life. So time goes by and here we are in November or October of 2021 and the lease expires. And I'm like, I don't really know what to do because we don't have a car and I've been looking and I don't see anything. And my wife had said she didn't want to get the same car again. She wanted to get something nicer. So I didn't really know what to do knowing I was probably going to pay more for a car. So I ended up going to the dealership and just saying, I'd like to buy the lease out. Like it's a, the lease is over. There's an agreed upon. Right. Most of the time there's an agreed upon purchase price at the end of the lease, or you just can turn it in. Right. So I decided to buy the car. That was my only choice really, because it was a low price. It was a good car. I had taken care of it. 
And so we drove it for a couple of months just because we needed a car, not because we were in love with it, not because of any other reason, just lease expires. We don't know what to do. Right. Well, let's just buy it and drive it. So that's what we did. We bought it. We drove it. This is like a, a Rogue with 20,000 miles on it. Drove it around for a few months. Then finally decided, you know what? I think we're going to get something a little bit nicer for my wife. She's earned it. You know, she's sacrificed her career to raise children and she's done lots of, you know, just she deserved it. I felt like it was the right time. What a good man. So I you sold. <laughs> I know, really? And she won't say that. Um, no, she would. Uh, so we sold this leased Nissan that I drove around for a couple of months and I sold it. Here's the crazy thing. I know it was a dealership in Texas that bought it. I advertised it on Auto Trader, probably sold it within five hours, and they gave me $6,000 more than what I paid for it. Wow. But here's the thing. So, of course, I'm happy to have the money, but I have to put that into the next car I buy because right. we're left without a car now. Right. Right? So right. what are you going to do? But here's the crazy thing. If a dealership in Texas bought my car for $6,000 more than what I paid for it, they're going to sell it for even more. Of course, yeah. Of well, course, that's what their business is. So the, the way it works, as you know, and I'm not telling you, I'm telling the audience, is that when you do a lease, you have a guaranteed price called the residual value. So the leftover value of your car, you can either buy it when the lease is up or you turn it back in. Right. You they, turn it in. They and really, they're going to sell it as a used car regardless. Right. And they really want you to turn it in. There's an incentive. You know, they make it easy for you to get into your next car because it gives them a good used car with you know reasonable miles on it. But some people do buy their car back like Brian did, and smartly yeah. so. The fact that the price of used cars went up, it was to his advantage. Me, but yeah. you, you still had to pay because more for your next car. three years ago. Right, exactly, exactly. So interesting times we're in. All right, we're going to yeah. take one more break, and we're going to come back and talk about the best deals in January. Talk about um, lease deals uh, for under $300 a month, which I used to think, Man, $300 a month? That's a lot of money. But money is not worth what it used to be either. <laughs> you know, it's kind of sad True. to say. Uh, autotrader.com, you can find all this stuff that we're talking about. You can put your vehicle for sale. You can buy a car. You can have all these studies on there. Autotrader.com, a good place to do your uh, work, your, your research. Brian Moody's executive editor. This is um, The Drive. We'll be right back. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study for J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Our show brought to you in part by Brembo. Brembo Brakes, choice of champions. And if you want really good brakes, you can go to their website, buybrembo.com, and get Brembo Brakes for your car. Uh, Brian Moody joining us. He's going to uh, talk to us about the study that they did at Auto Trader. The January lease deals under 300 bucks a month. The best deals out there. What do you got, Brian? So these are leases. Um, let's start with this one, which I think is an exceptional deal. 
if you want to get into an electric car, this is the way to do it. This is for a Nissan Leaf. It's a lease for 36 months, $1,950 up front, and $185 per month. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good deal for a car that's not going to be using any gasoline. Yeah. So that's one worth noting. Yeah. Also, the Altima, a little bit more. It's 36 months, $2,600 down, and $269 per month. All of these, here's the common theme to keep in mind, anyone who's shopping for a car. These leases, these really good leases, are all cars. They're not trucks and SUVs. That's where the deals are now. Uh, For example, the Corolla. Great car. Great small car. Let's say $2,000 down, $219 per month. That's a lot of car for $219 per month. Some of them are expensive, you know, in terms of the upfront. You know, like, oh, let's see, what's the Kia K5? That's a good little car. Their lease is $3,600 down and $179 a month for 24 months. So that's starting to get, you know, you can usually put $2,000 down and not really feel it if you're looking for a new car. But right. 3600 that's getting to be a lot. But if that's the way you want to keep the payment low, then that's the way you got to keep the payment low. Right, right. Um, and then also the Malibu, I think, is a good one. The Malibu is $3,000 down or $3,150 and $239 per month. That's borderline a luxury car, depending on what trim you get. Right. So if you really need a car, like some of these are 24-month leases. The Malibu is 24-month lease. If you really need a car and you're like, I don't know what to do, prices are crazy. You could do this for 24 months, and then you have two years to decide and see what happens with the market, and then you back in it again. You know what's funny? I was uh, noodling around on Facebook the other day, and this really gorgeous boat came up. And I'm like, wow. I don't know if you know boats. It's like a, it's a Grady White. Grady White is like, mm. you know, very expensive, okay? Cadillac of boats, you will call it. Her. And so I look at it, and, I was like, and, and it said $525 a month. You know, it was like a payment thing. And I went, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. The boat was like $200,000 and it was like a 15 year loan or something. And I was like, Oh my God, it's like buying a house. Yeah. So, um, you know, do your homework on any of these and over at autotrader.com, they can help you to figure out this stuff and understand very importantly, interest rates. Cause yeah, there's an interest rate in there. Yeah. You, you got to make sure you know all these things, do a little bit of research. So I ended up, you're right, like as you said about the leases, those long period, I ended up, because of the lease car before we turned it, I ended up just buying a car this time because I felt like I wanted to get out of that. Right. It's easy to get into the like, you lease a car, you lease a car, you lease a car because they make it easy. Turn it in early, we'll waive all the all the fees, no upfront, just same payment, They just, and you just keep going. And you could do that indefinitely if you weren't paying attention. Right. So, but this time around, I decided to get something different, and I wanted to actually buy the car, like you said, and I think I'm just going to keep doing that from now on. What did you get, by the way? Uh, we ended up getting a Volvo XC60, oh, that's and right. it was that's a certified right. pre-owned Volvo uh-huh. XC60, which, listen, I wanted to get an electric Volvo. I wanted to get a plug-in hybrid Volvo, and I tried every possible thing I could think of, every favor, every... And it just was too expensive. I mean, electric cars are really pricey, and electrified cars are really pricey. So we got a gasoline-powered Volvo XC60 that's certified pre-owned, five-year warranty. It's a great car. Like yeah. I, Actually, we drove that car together in Spain. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> What's funny so is— I liked the car so much that yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in. I'm going to spend my own money on this car right. to have it in my garage. I think certified pre-owned is fantastic. They take a little bit of the new smell out, and they sell it to you for a lot less money, you know? But A uh, lot less. I, I, I can tell you, you and your wife had the Nissan Rogue. That's what my, me and my wife. And then I wanted my wife to get an XC60, which is the uh, sport utility, the midsize sport utility. And um, she didn't want to spend the extra bucks. 
But I guess I didn't think about uh, certified pre-owned. So uh, well, good here's on you. What, so here's how it went with uh, with our thing. I had this idea with my wife. They're like, hey, what if we get this old station wagon and we fix it up real nice? We make it safe, put three-point seatbelts in. Yeah. And what if we this? And what if we that? And what if we this? And I just had this whole – I must have given a 20-minute spiel with PowerPoint yeah. and music and everything. <laughs> I wanted to get this old – you know what I mean? Yeah. And at the end of all that, I'm like, well, what do you think? And this is what my wife says. She goes, um – how about Volvos no. are cute. <laughs> she didn't like your classic version of what you wanted no, to do. No, so we got a Volvo. Oh, good for you, Brian. Brian Moody, everybody. Uh, lease deals under $300 a month from Janu- for January. You can find it at autotrader.com. Thank you, Brian. Yep, thank you. See you next time, brother. All right, that's it for me, yep. everybody. Uh, I'll be at Barrett-Jackson next week and the week after. So um, if you come by. And you see me say, hey, what are you doing, you crazy maniac? Hey, brother, do you still believe in one another? When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models.